0: Hey everybody, it's Jennifer Berry back again with another episode of the 29 29 Minute Mom where we know every minute of your busy day counts. And what's interesting is we know every minute of your busy holiday season is about ready to count. So I am doing a bonus episode today with my guest, Christine Pittman. And so I just want to say welcome to the show, Christine.
1: Hi, Jennifer. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited you're on today because I feel like it's perfect timing that we kind of give a bonus episode to the listeners about how we can get excited about um, the Thanksgiving season. So I was kind of, you know, um, chatting with you beforehand and then how I think um, this is like the time of year where people want to be thankful and it's getting hard this year, like so many disappointments. So I'm excited about this episode.
1: I'm excited too. Yeah, it's a really tough year, right? Like just so much has gone on 2020 and now we're in the holiday season and it's not the way it normally is. But I'm trying really hard to remind myself that it's not going to be the same, but that doesn't mean it has to be bad and that there's lots of great things that we can do.
0: Yes. And you're going to share a lot of cool ideas with us. You're actually um, the owner of cookthestory.com and you've written, what, did I read 40 cookbooks?
1: <laughs> I have tons of cookbooks. Yes. Tons
0: of cookbooks. Oh my gosh. And so I am super excited. So after the show, anyone that's listening today, I know the first thing that's going to help these moms is your recipes because I went to your website and it's unbelievable how many rep- recipes you have listed at cookthestory.com. So I really um want the moms to make sure they write that down right now cookthestory.com. How did you come up with that name by the way, Christine?
1: Oh, gosh. I started that food blog in 2010, and I was a stay-at-home mom. we just moved from Canada, and I couldn't work in the States yet. I did. My husband could work, but I wasn't allowed to. And so I'm staying home, and I was like, okay, I need to practice writing, keep my brain sharp, be doing stuff. And so I started this blog that was about, I was wanted to tell the stories behind the food that I was cooking, what inspired them. And so that started, that was 10 years ago now, and now it's really like a recipe how-to sites. It sort of changed a little bit in that mm-hmm. way, but that's where it started. It was all about the story and the meaning behind the food.
0: Oh, I love that. That's nice. it's such a cute name. Um, I will be completely honest. Everyone that's listening knows that I'm an expert organizer, and I love organizing, but the one thing that I feel like I always want to get better at is organizing my meal planning. Um, mm. So I kind of want to start off by talking about um, just, I noticed that you you have these great ideas on how to like meal prep and some meal um, hacks for the upcoming holiday season. So tell me like a little bit about that. Like, is there an easier way? Because I feel like I make like meal planning way too hard.
1: So meal planning in general. I mean, my my entire philosophy right now about meal planning is having a plan at all, having a strategy at all is all you need because and, and i think about it like you know when you're like mail inbox your your email mm-hmm. and it gets crazy and then like once every couple of months you're like okay i'm gonna fix it i'm gonna do folders i'm gonna do a thing and then for a few months it's like organized and good and then you drift and then a few months later you try something else and then it's organized again but that time that it's organized it doesn't seem to matter what strategy you're using it's having a strategy. You have a starting place, you know what to do. You're not making decisions at every point because you have this routine. So having, you know, if it's every Sunday afternoon, you sit down and you make a meal plan like, and you have that as a plan. Um, One thing that I do that I think is really great is um, I keep a printed regular paper calendar. I just print a PDF calendar Mm -hmm. from online and I write down what we've already had for dinner. So if we get takeout or what had ribs, we had spaghetti. I just jot down what we had and I keep that in the kitchen. And then when it comes time to meal plan, I grab that. And it's got months worth of things that my family's already had that I could just jot down like, oh, okay, chicken wings worked, this spaghetti worked. And the ideas are already there. And they're already things that my family has had and that I know work for us.
0: Okay. I have to tell you this. Kudos to you for that tip because I have written obviously several books on organization. I've talked to so many guests about organization. I speak for a living about organization and that is something I have not ever heard. Um, Yes. So what I love about that is I've always heard the opposite like, okay, make a list of 20 meals and just keep rotating them or, you know, put recipes on Pinterest and keep going back to that and all that. I've never heard of the, it's, Almost the opposite effect of Mm -hmm. what you've done, write that down because I, the fact that you said that is then I could put like a little star if we had it and my family loved it. Mm -hmm. And the best part is that doesn't even take any work. I mean, a paper calendar, I just threw one out yesterday because I got one from my financial advisor and I don't use a paper calendar. I'm pulling that sucker out and I'm going to use it because that (laughs) is a great. great idea. Yeah, I think, I think, you
1: know, a lot of times when we're thinking about time management and, and planning our lives. We are focused on the future. And we need to remember that the past is the best predictor and best resource for how our lives actually work. You love know?
0: it. I love that. That's so awesome. OK, so let's go in to um, we obviously know that the cook, cook the story is going to give my mom listeners tons and tons of recipes. So that is just loaded with information. One of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show today is I feel like there's a little bit of sadness out there around Thanksgiving. Um, I've been on the phone all morning just with, like, my sister-in-law trying to figure stuff out. My other my sister that lives out of state, she just had to cancel her plans. You know, mm-hmm. our kids are disappointed. We, we needed we had so many months of disappointment in 2020 and we, I think as a whole, we were all looking forward to the holiday season. I know I'm like a huge lover of Christmas time and, but I, I also like to look forward to plans. Um, so I'm really interested. I, I mean, let's just say um, it's the week of Thanksgiving when this airs, I live in New York, things are shutting down, you live in Florida. Um, I don't know, is there travel bans and things like that in Florida right now?
1: There's no travel bans, but um, there there's been a lot of urging of people to you know stay home, don't yeah. have the big family gatherings. That seems to be the general guideline everywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and then you have like you might not see as many family members as you thought you were gonna see. So let's talk about just some creative ways that we can lift the listener spirits and we can still get excited about this holiday season. What are some of your you know hacks and tips and tricks, like stuff that we can do regardless of these new restrictions.
1: Yeah. I, I have a few great ideas. My favorite is, um, so, you know, like, a. Uh, Cookie exchange, Christmas cookie exchange, where everybody makes like six dozen cookies and then you take your cookies and swap them, something like that, but doing side dishes. So you're making, you have a smaller group this year, right? You've only got three or four people in your house. You're not going to make all 12 of the side dishes that you usually make. It's too much time, too much effort. But if you make four green bean casseroles and your neighbor makes four sweet potato casseroles and your aunt in the next neighborhood over makes four batches of stuffing, You guys can swap in a very safe way at your doorsteps and have all the variety, have all the foods from your loved ones without all that effort that you're putting in for such a small group.
0: That is a fantastic idea. Thank you. I love that. And I love making green bean casserole, so I'll just (laughs) do that. (laughs) Green bean casserole and squash are my two favorite things to make. I always end up making those too, but that's awesome. And even if you don't live near your family, you can do this with your neighbors. You can do this with mm-hmm. your best girlfriends, right? I mean, yeah, make it happen. I love that idea. So what else do you have? So I, I've i been hearing a lot of people talk
1: about like making the same meal as loved ones and then having it over a Zoom chat together. And that that seems like a lot of like work and effort. If you could do it, and if you guys want to do it, go for it. But that seems like a lot. I really think so- I have a podcast and I do like meal planning on there. And I was doing a Thanksgiving episode with like Thanksgiving dinner tips. Mm -hmm. And my mom is a caterer. She's made hundreds of Thanksgiving dinners in her life, turkey dinners. And as I was like making notes for my show, I was like, oh wait, I learned this from my mom. I learned this from my mom. So I was like, hey mom, would you be on my show and talk about Thanksgiving dinner? And I thought it was going to be like mostly tips and tricks. And it totally was that, but it was also like so connecting it felt like we were in the kitchen cooking together because she's telling me, well, you know, I make gravy this way because your grandmother showed me how to do that and we do it like this. And so without even like any kind of weird prompts or just like, hey, let's just talk about how we make dinner. And that was super connecting mm-hmm. and beautiful. And of course it's recorded because it's for my podcast. So I have it forever well, yeah. you know, recorded. If you're going to yeah. do this, record it. But it was just a really nice, like something about talking about that food and the cooking um, really brought me into that holiday spirit and into all those times that I've been in the kitchen with my family and the women usually of my family, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, it's so, I think that could be something that really special that you can save. I mean, you could do it, um, because even if you're not doing it for a podcast, if we're having a zoom conversation, yeah. like we are right now, you can easily hit record. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, and it's a special memory that you can save. It's a good excuse to get these, you know, these people in the older generation on a video that you can save. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, did you yeah. how to while you cook the way you do. And yeah and
1: I mean especially in a family where like if if there's somebody in your family who usually does the cooking and now you have to suddenly do this cooking it's perfectly natural to say hey auntie jo can we jump on the phone and you tell me how to do this stuff mm-hmm. and it's going to feel good she's going to feel great she's going to feel like she's helping you can get your kids there listening to and feel like you're sharing this very important moment
0: yes i love that okay what else do you have any more
1: yeah i've got i've got tons so um okay. um I think it's great. Okay, okay, okay. So there is a small turkey shortage. Have you heard about this?
0: Uh starting to.
1: <laughs> so first it was toilet paper. Now it's yeah. small turkeys. We can <laughs> get them.
0: And oh, some, small turkeys, not just any small turkeys. turkeys. Okay. It's okay. the
1: small turkeys because people are having their smaller yeah. gatherings. You're not having 20 people over, you're not gonna have a 20-pound turkey. You yeah. want like a little one or just a turkey breast and they're not there. And so I've been thinking like, okay, Thanksgiving is all about family and love and all of that, but it's also about the side dishes. I mean, that was the side dish exchange, everything. So just saying, you know, this Thanksgiving is different, but it's going to be amazing because we're just making side dishes and do all of those. And you can even have like each member of your household, whoever's coming to the dinner, Mm -hmm. be responsible for one of the side dishes. So like my nine-year-old daughter could do like a veggie tray or she can make mashed potatoes. There's like simple things that different people can make. Mm -hmm. And then it's really about just enjoying those special dishes that you don't have other times of the year, you know?
0: Yeah. I love that. That's so great. I think it's so cool. When my my son was younger, his middle name is Richard after my grandfather. And my grandfather, one of my memories is I always remember him making the mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving and like taking his job very seriously, even though, you know, that was like the one thing he was in charge of. So when my son got to be at a certain age, we're like, okay, Richard, uh, you're going to be in charge of the mashed potatoes. And he just felt so much pride in it because we told him that he had to carry on where his great grandpa left off. And still to this day, he like, will say, Oh, no. You know, I got to make the mashed potatoes. He even had kids at school have him bring leftovers because they loved (laughs) his mashed potatoes so much. (laughs)
1: That's so sweet. Yeah, kids really take pride in it. And you know, I'll say this. So I had a practice round of Thanksgiving already this year because Canadian Thanksgiving's in October. And we always do that dinner as well as the American version in November. And usually I have a lot of people over. And there's a lot going on. And so I don't usually have my kids in the kitchen for that meal. Like it's, it's too much to be trying to teach them how to cut carrots while all this chaos is going on. But this year it was just, it was just four of us. And so I was like, I said to my nine-year-old daughter, I'm like, Emily, do you want to learn how to make pumpkin pie? And she was in there with me and she's tasting the filling and she was making little pumpkin cutouts to decorate the pie. And, you know, it's, it's sort of, okay, you can't have the whole family there, but you can focus on the people who are there and you can make them feel special and probably do things you normally can't. Like you have the attention and the time that normally kind of gets taken away with all of the stuff going on.
0: Such a good point. It's a, this could be a great Thanksgiving to let those kids in the kitchen, let them help get involved because maybe it's going to be a little slower pace. You're not cooking for as many people. You don't have to be as, you know, you know, this perfect hostess. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, why not focus on that? Maybe we'll, you know, it could be the, it could be one of those things where we're annoyed at the change and the next year we're like, you know, it was really cool when we were slower and we had our kids in the kitchen, you know, doing these little tiny things. I think that's cool. It kind of reminds me, you know, another question I wanted to ask you is how can we make, is there any tips you have that where we could maybe, maybe our kids are disappointed. They were planning on seeing their cousins or they were planning on going on a trip or, you know, the kids I feel like are my main concern this time of year, Um, just because, you know, they don't have their normal activities. They don't, maybe they don't go to school. Um, They've had so much disappointment. How can we make this time of year even more special for the kids?
1: It's tough and it's something I've been wrestling with so much. Um, I have two kids. Um, I really feel like, I, I think the holidays for me at least are going to be very similar to how this year has been. There's a lot of tragedy and it's been very sad and very hard, but we've spent so much more time together. I'm homeschooling them now. I never thought I would be a homeschooling mom, I'm, but that, I'm doing it and we're together. And um, I don't know, even we, we've we found even just TV shows, weirdly. I don't think we watched a lot together before. That wasn't, but we have all this time and we found some really wonderful things that we all like and that we're bonding over and activities that we're doing differently. I'm doing a lot more crafts with my daughter. I'm doing a lot more, my, my son's into like engineering pursuits. He just built a catapult out of cardboard. <laughs> but um, I feel like... It's, it's not necessarily about like specific activities, but more about the fact that we have so much attention. Like we have, we'll have time on Thanksgiving on Thursday to go for a nature walk. Like, normally, there is not time for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll have, you know, um, like I said, bringing them into the kitchen, um, decorating a little bit more. I'm home more than I've ever been in my life. I have a beautiful Thanksgiving decor going on <laughs> that I, I don't think I could have pulled off in normal yeah. years. So, you know, like getting out the construction paper and making orange and yellow um, garlands and, and letting them go crazy um, and, and really focusing on the, the time together. I think that's what's important.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even that paper calendar idea, we could pull that out and let the kids kind of plan, you know, some fun activity every day leading up from Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, Thanksgiving to Christmas. And it could be as simple as, you know, decorating or cook- making cookies or watching a movie together and mm-hmm. drinking popcorn. I think something for the kids to look forward to um, is really important. And just, you know, time- together maybe you know you start a family photo album um you know just certain little things that they can have to look forward to and if you don't know I mean honestly Christine some of these things could end up being tradition for years I know.
1: I'm thinking about doing, so we always go around the table and say what we're grateful about. And But with just like four of us, I, it's still wonderful, but it, it's it's quicker and not, not it, two of them are kids who are like, I'm grateful for you, mom. And that's like the answer, which is lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so what I was thinking about doing is having everybody write down on slips of paper what they're grateful for and write down lots of them. And I'll of course add some silly ones and we can put them in a bin. And instead of saying what each of us is great for ourselves, we could read these slips of paper. And I got that idea somewhere online about this Thanksgiving, just new ways to do gratefulness that are a little bit quirky and fun. And I'm totally thinking, you know what, I'm taking this to next year too. Like, you know, it's going to keep happening.
0: Yeah. I love that. I have um, these cards and I'll, I'll put them in the show notes that we print and it says, you know, what, You're thankful for or you can also do it what you're thankful for about the other person and put them those cards at their place the table. Because I think Um, it's a great time to not only say what you're thankful for, but tell your family members just little things that you love about them or you know it's a great way to kind of raise up the kids and get them to feel better.
1: And I think it's also a good time to start um, teaching kids about being grateful for themselves. Yeah. So spending them like, what do you like about yourself? What are you grateful about yourself? Yeah. And have them start. I think I've, I've been doing that. I mean, I keep a gratefulness journal, so I'm all about this, but writing things about myself that I'm grateful for, because I think part, at least for me, part of the point of the gratefulness thing at Thanksgiving is that if you realize you're grateful to somebody or something, you're kinder to that person. Like it's that moment of, oh yeah, they're really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to do that to ourselves too. Oh Yeah. I'm important to me, I yeah. have to be nice to myself and taking that time to teach our kids that yeah. now. So who who are you grateful for around this table and why? And are you grateful for yourself and why? And what are your qualities and you know, all that kind of stuff yep. is just a really good time for that.
0: It also is a great time to just go back to the old fashioned pen and paper and put a little note card mm-hmm. in the mail to some family members or friends that were there for you this year and teach our kids to do this. Like, hey, let's send a note to your friend who are you grateful for? Why don't you tell them why? Like who, how much, you know, like that's like the best Thanksgiving gift you could get is somebody saying, this is why I'm so thankful for you. And even if you can't do it in person, you can send it in the mail.
1: And if they live in your city, I mean, you could write a bunch of them and just go and drop them off at people's yeah. houses. And you can, yeah. you can let them know you're coming and wave to them from the road or whatever, but there, you know, that, that would be, especially if you have little kids to go and spend a couple hours in the car with, you know, Christmas carols playing and they okay. get to run up to the door and drop these things off. It can be a really, really fun outing.
0: So fun. I love that idea. How do you like, um, you know, get ready for the holidays. Do you have any planning tips? I mean, yeah, it might be a little different this year. Like, are there certain things you stock up on? I love this, you know, I love thinking about stocking up for the holiday season and have certain things on hand. So what do you do?
1: I don't, I don't know. I I think I'm always fairly stocked up with my pantry, but I do, when it comes to planning the Thanksgiving meal, I, I write out my meal plan, what we're going to have, all the courses. And then I make a very detailed grocery list and I include in it even things that I know I already have, like butter, for instance. Mm -hmm. I'll still put that down because I usually am making that plan, like you're doing it today for next week okay, now I have butter. Do I have butter on Wednesday next week when I need the butter? So having that full yeah. grocery list and not going and crossing off the things that you think you have until it's actually time to do the grocery shop, that's huge for me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> the worst <laughs> thing in the world is like, it's Thanksgiving morning, the grocery stores are closed and I don't have flour or I don't have poultry seasoning or chicken stock or any of the things that I usually have. So yeah. that's one thing that I do. Um, yeah.
0: So I saw, you mentioned that you have a podcast also and your podcast is called TMI with Christine. That's right. Yeah. So I thought episode four was pretty interesting and it was entitled how to be a grown up in the kitchen. (laughs) What is that about?
1: Well, okay. So, um, I got divorced a couple of years ago and, um, was visiting a friend in Washington, DC and she was working and she wanted to order pizza. And she says to me, um, You get your own pizza and I'll get mine because I want my leftovers. I was like, okay. And then I sat there and realized I didn't know what I wanted on my pizza. I had, so my kids were with their dad for one of the first times and I was on my own and I'm ordering pizza for just me and I don't know what I like on my pizza. And it was this really weird feeling. And it started to happen more and more that the weeks that I didn't have my kids, I was like, what do I do with this free time? What do I do with, you know, what do I want to make for myself when it's just me? And realized that I'd really kind of, lost some of my preferences in that, you know, cooking for my kids, cooking for my family all the time. Mm -hmm. And so um, over the course of the last couple of years, I've started figuring out what those things are. And I've started trying to um, add them to meals when my kids are here too. I mean, like for instance, I mean, an easy one is just like hot sauce. I can make tacos for us and then I can squirt hot sauce on my tacos. The kids don't have to have the hot sauce, but finding a whole bunch of those sorts of things where I get to still be a grown up, even when my kids are there, and I get to sort of re-remember what I love and pay attention to that while still taking care of my kids.
0: So important. I love, love, love. That's episode four, if anyone wants to listen to it, by the way. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I think these our tips are great. I just want to tell the listeners that, you know, I pray that they're all safe and healthy, but really my prayer for everybody listening to this episode when it comes out is just that you will feel joy and gratitude this season. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we can feel joy and gratitude in 2020 during Thanksgiving, we can do it for many years to come. Um, I mean, we might have to reach a little deeper this year, but I think it can, we can still make it extra special. We can make our, like you said, Christine, the people that we're spending it with, we can make them feel more loved and more special. We can put all our energy as moms into those people in our household and really make sure that they are feeling the love. Um, And let's face it, I mean, the energy in a house really comes off the mom anyways on a holiday. If we're running around stressed out and annoyed, then it's not gonna be fun. So, Put your happy faces on, moms, (laughs) and blare some good music and light a candle with a good smell and just have fun with it. And, you know, you don't have to be perfect. I think so many moms, we think we have to make everything perfect. I think this year, let's focus on fun more than perfect. You know, absolutely true. Yeah. And, and I think it's important
1: to remember, like when I think back to holidays and family dinners from my past, the things that I remember the most are when things went wrong or like, I mean, I have a scar on my arm from a holiday season that went kind of badly for me. I had a bandage and everything. I remember that more than like the perfect meals, you know, like you can remember and it triggers things like, you know, 10 years from now, my kids are going to remember thanksgiving 2020 when it was just us they're not going to remember thanksgiving 2021 yeah like that's a random random year that's going to sound like a random year but this is going to be memorable because it's so weird and backwards yeah. and yes if we're smiling get dressed up do your hair tell them to wear something nice oh they love that make make an occasion of it still yeah.
0: and you know it's so interesting that you said that about the 2020 There could be a lot, when you look back, you know, this could be your kids looking back on their childhood. They all kind of look the same because you're at a certain house with a certain amount of people. But this year, they'll look back and say, well, there was one year. It was just my immediate family. And they might not even remember the year at first. We might have to tell them depending Mm -hmm. on their age. But it will stick out in their their mind. So that makes it even more important to make this year for Thanksgiving very, very special. Um, and it can be simple. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to make fancy, dancy recipes. You know, if that's not your thing, just make it unique to you and the people in your home. And your kids will remember that forever. So I love that.
1: Yeah. It's well, gonna be.
0: I wish you the happiest Thanksgiving with you and your kids. And um, I'm really glad you got to, you know, we made this work so you could get in right before Thanksgiving on the show. And um, we'll definitely be sharing your, your website on the show notes so they can get some yummy recipes. I was definitely checking it out. um, And I was like, Oh, yay. Because (laughs) I always need new recipes. So thank you for being on the show, Christine.
1: Thanks for having me, Jennifer. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Happy Thanksgiving.